Hi, I'm Beth Fuller, and you're listening to the Food Adventures Podcast. I know the world can feel intimidating or scary at times, but I'm here to tell you it doesn't have to be. Through the lens of food, we can learn so much about one another, celebrate our differences, and maybe eat some tasty food along the way. Are you ready to do this? I know I am. So let's go on a food adventure together right now. Hey everyone, you're listening to the Food Adventures Podcast. I'm your host, Beth Fuller. This is episode 40... uh, 46! 46. If you're new to the podcast, thanks for being here. If you're a long-time listener, well then you know what I'm about to say. You know the drill. Go to the website for all of the show notes. ElizabethRFuller.com And while you're there, stop. Take in. My beautiful photography. I'm a food and product photographer. It's what I do. It's what I love. It's my passion. I handle all the food styling, the lighting, the conceptualization of the shoot. If you need me, I'm here for you. Shoot me an email. If you have questions for the podcast, if you want to be on the podcast, if you need culinary sleuthing of any kind, relationship advice, you got a puppy, you have questions, I have answers. Let's go on a food adventure at gmail.com and tag me in all of your food adventures on Instagram at let's go on a food adventure. All right, let's do this. Oh my God. So this week, this week has, time has literally dissolved, dissolved. I had big plans for this week for the podcast. I had a great interview that I already had done that was going to go live this week. But then one thing led to another, one project flowed into another project one afternoon just fell to the wayside and another one fell to the wayside and here we are it's I'm literally recording this on Thursday I never record on Thursday I am literally literally recording this right now on Thursday and you're gonna hear it in a couple of hours depending where in the world you live and I am literally in 12 hours this goes live I am I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. It was one of those weeks. And I I didn't want to, full, full honesty and disclosure, like I normally do marketing for the podcast twice a week, if not more. And if you come on and do an interview with me and take the time out of your schedule to do the interview, then you better believe I'm going to market the hell out of it because yeah, that's what you do. And the fact that I couldn't market anything this week, I couldn't even get, I couldn't, I couldn't even do a social media post about anything for the podcast. That's how this week has gone. And I'm a one woman show. Literally, I write, produce, host, edit, and do all of the marketing for the podcast. And so I just... I just couldn't, I couldn't, but my goal has always been (laughs) to do one episode every week for the year. And then, you know, I will just, we'll, we'll discuss next year shortly. Don't worry. There will be a season two. It's just, we're going to talk about it. Um, and I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't pull it together, but then I was like, I can't not, not record. Like I can't, I can't do it to myself. Like, would I let people down? No. <laughs> no. I think you guys would be very, very understanding either way. You'd be like, Beth, it's cool. Don't worry about it. We're here for you. We'll listen to an old episode or we'll listen to another podcast for a week. 
don't worry. We'll miss you. We'll miss you, but it's okay. Because I, I couldn't, I could, and I'm not even a perfectionist. I'm not a type A kind of gal. I'm a fly by my seat of the pants kind of gal. And shit works out for me. And it's great. But like, I just could not. I, I, I Okay, put it to you this way. I was never the kid in school that had like the perfect attendance record. Never, ever. When I was in high school, I lied to the school like secretary people because when you were 18, you could sign yourself out of school, but you needed, you still needed your parents' permission in order to do so. This is how much I didn't want to go to school. And so my mom, the, the lady, the secretary was like, call your mom, just call your mom and get her on the phone and ask her if you can just sign yourself out. I was like, sure. What this woman was thinking, I don't know. So I called my mom and I was like, mom, can I sign myself out of school? And she goes, no. I put the phone to my chest and I go, she said yes. And then she's like, I'm going to call the school. You can't tell them I said yes. Blah, blah. I was like, OK, thanks, mom. I'll see you at home. Love you. Bye. And like hung up. And I could sign myself out of school. And I'm pretty sure she even called and said, hey, it was my daughter lied. It was a mistake. I'm pretty sure that's her version of the story. But my version is that I still was able to sign myself in and out of school for the last semester of my senior year in high school. And you best believe I did that almost every single day. So no, I never cared about perfect attendance. I never cared about anything like that. But if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to not do it. So that's why I'm jumping on right now with <laughs> nothing planned because we needed an episode this week. Like I'm not going to, I'm, I'm, I would miss you guys too much. I really would. So this is another mini episode and what we're going to talk about. Well, we're going to make it up as we go right now. So let's do this, you guys. So as a podcast host, you know, I listen to a lot of other podcasts and you guys know I love a good book on tape and or a, an audible book or whatever, you, an audio book. They're probably not called books on tape anymore. <laughs> I'm kind of dating myself with that. I am 40. I will be 41 next month and I wear it with pride. But anyway, um, so sorry, Oliver, Oliver's literally dreaming next to me, snoring and like kicking the carpet. And I've got somebody outside who is leaf blowing. And so if there's a lot of external noise, I deeply apologize. But anyway, I digress. So I was listening to, I like the office ladies. I am slightly, no, I wouldn't say obsessed, but I loved, loved, loved the office when it was airing. And then afterwards, I've watched it all the way through multiple times. And it is one of those shows that if it is on the TV, I will, no matter what episode is on, no matter how many times I've seen it, I'll put it on. And then, you know, if there's one office episode on TV, like Comedy Central or something like that, it will keep rolling to the next one and the next one. I will get sucked in like an office marathon, just like I used to get sucked into Law and Order marathons to the point that you would... I would walk away and like be ready to go to bed at night and I'd hear like dun dun, you know, from the Law and Order marathons. But anyway, so I listened to the Office Ladies podcast and they do this thing on set with the writers when they're trying 
a bunch of jokes to see what's going to land, right, while they're recording with the actors, they have a separate bag of jokes they call the candy bag. And so I thought our candy bag today would be me going through, I've got a handful of questions as I always do that I haven't answered, which I apologize for, because I'm always waiting for like the right topic to talk about these questions with. And so I'm going to I'm going to answer a couple of questions today and this is going to be a super duper duper mini episode. But um all right, let's let's answer a couple of listener questions together. All right. Allison from Instagram writes, "I feel like you will know about this. I want to get my sister an espresso machine for her birthday. Do you recommend them? If so, what model?" All right, let's talk about it. So first and foremost, I love Nespresso. (laughs) If they want to sponsor me in any way or hire me to take amazing photos of their products, hit me up. (laughs) Honestly, ElizabethRFuller.com. No, I'm kidding. I um, fell in love with Nespresso. I was visiting my brother in Rio de Janeiro in Brazil and his girlfriend, his beautiful girlfriend, Michelle. And I stumbled upon this like roadside gas station we were traveling around the coast of brazil and we stopped to get gas and i I ran in to um get a bottle of water or something i saw they had this big coffee counter and i'm like oh cool so i got a coffee it was one of the best cappuccinos i had i was not expecting much right from this place And it was a solid cappuccino. And I asked my brother, I'm like, can you ask them like what? I see like it's a little pod. Like what are they using? So we went in and asked. And if you know anything about um, when (laughs) anyone in. So it's so funny. Like in English, when when you ask a question, I don't know why this is. And maybe it's just my brother and his girlfriend. But they will, you will ask them like, so what do you want for dinner? Or where do you want to go for dinner? It's literally no joke. A five minute back and forth with the two of them discussing in Portuguese. I don't even know what. And then I look at them. They'll stop. I look at my brother and he goes, oh, she doesn't care. I'm like, what were you just talking about for five minutes? So anyway, I it's, it's just... I, they're beautiful, warm people, and I they like to have long conversations about stuff. So anyway, I asked my brother to go into this this roadside, roadside gas station. He came out and he goes, like, literally 45 minutes later, it's Nespresso. I'm like, what's Nespresso? He's like, it's it's like a coffee pod. You can definitely buy it here. And I'm like, where? And he's like, I'll take, there's a store in Rio we can go. I'm like, great. Go to the store in Rio. I'm like, is this fucking worldwide? Like what? And this is years ago. This is probably maybe eight years ago or so. And I I was, I'd never heard of it. I don't know why I hadn't heard of it, but I hadn't heard of it. And I came back to the U.S. and I found out there was, they sold them, I think at that time, maybe in Williams-Sonoma. Uh, I don't even know if the store on Newberry Street was open yet. But I bought one (laughs) and I bought the so I have one of the original ones because it's older and I they only had one type of pod when I bought it. Now there's the bigger ones and the smaller ones. I'm still I still even to this day, I don't think I would I don't think I would go back and purchase like if my Nespresso machine kicked the bucket, knock on wood, it won't. 
But if it were to kick the bucket, I think I would still get the same size, the Pixie, um, and the same machine. It's just a great little machine. It pumps out incredible espresso. Um, the I will say this. If you're on the fence about getting one or on the fence about which one to get, no matter what, you get that frother. Get Spend the hundred bucks and get that milk frother. My God, is it worth every penny? It will froth up any type of milk, any nut milk, any cow's milk, any kind of milk. You milk a goat, it's going to froth the goat milk. Like it will froth anything. It, it turns it into the most beautiful, delicious froth. The key the key is it needs to be super fresh milk. The fresher, the better and super cold. If those two things line up, your stuff will froth and it will be delicious. And it makes cold froth, hot froth and cold foam. Like, oh, yes, yes. Worth every penny. You can still recycle the pods and send them into them. They'll recycle them. I, again, I'm a big fan of the Pixie. I love that I can pick out my pods by the tasting notes. You know me. I'm a food nerd. Um, so I think it's a win-win. So that's my vote. But I know other people who have the larger pods and love it too. So to each their own. But I vote Pixie and the Milk Frother. I'll put the links in the show notes. Okie dokie do. Paul from Instagram writes... Let me just preface this by saying I am not a hoarder. <laughs> it made me laugh so hard when I first read it. Oh, God. Okay. During the pandemic, I stocked up on things that I could find when I could find them, like flour, toilet paper, hand sanitizer, beans. You get the picture. But now I'm realizing some of those things have expiration dates on it that I never really looked at before. Like, for example, flour. Does flour really go bad? When does it expire and what happens when it does? How do you know it's expired? So first and foremost, I am not a doctor. I am not part of the FDA. And I (laughs) come from, I'm a product of, uh, I'm a child who is a product of a mother who um, lives and dies by expiration dates. So I grew up that if, it has once expiration dates like became a thing on stuff from the grocery store because I don't ever know if they always were as a young kid I don't remember them but anyway once they became a thing in my like whatever years I clearly remember my mother looking at something and being like oh that's expired gotta go you know like it's just (laughs) that's that's how I grew up and so As an adult, I kind of have the same mentality, but the problem I too faced in the pandemic was we, some of the grocery stores up here in the Boston area definitely were rationing stuff and beyond rationing, like a lot of things weren't available. They just weren't. And um, it wasn't until like probably this summer that things became more well-stocked and available, right? And um, it's at least in my head, it's what it feels like. 2020 <laughs> feels like it was 10 years long, you know, kind of vibe. And here we are. So I uh, 2021. Anyway, so to answer your question, I flower itself. I've had I've actually had a couple of um, bad experiences with expired wasn't flour. It was breadcrumbs. 
and um, let's just, I won't get into the nitty gritty detail of it, but let's just say if your breadcrumbs are expired, I'd pitchy poo those. Um, Personally, that's just me personally. Flour, you can open up flour and say it's only expired by like a week. Let's just say, let's use that as a hypothetical. Open the bag up and smell it. Does it smell off-putting? Flour usually has, say, I don't know what kind of flour it is, but like say it's an all-purpose flour or double zero flour, just like a neutral white whatever flour. It usually doesn't have a smell. It smells basically neutral, nothing, right? Like it just smells like nothing. If it has a slightly sour smell or a fermented smell in any way, don't use it. That's good. It's got to go. If it's like, say you did use it and when you pulled some out the last time you used it, a little bit of moisture might have gotten into the bag and there could have been like a couple of little clumps of wet, flowery, whatever, and there might be a little discoloration to that, pitch that. If the flower looks discolored in any way, pitch that. Um, I would, my rule of thumb with flower if it's only been like a week or two since the expiration date, it smells okay, like doesn't look any different. The bag's maybe never even been opened. Um, then I would probably use it. I might make something big, like maybe make a whole big thing of bread dough and freeze it or a big thing of uh, fresh pasta and freeze it in batches or or whatever it is just to try to get through it because you can't the problem is like you really can't donate this kind of stuff because um, food pantries won't I don't think won't will or won't shouldn't take expired goods and you don't want to throw it away you know if you open it and it still smells good so that's my advice or maybe you make a few pie crusts and freeze them I would make things and freeze them <laughs> and freeze them and I would make like a big bulk thing of whatever you and your family enjoy the most or you enjoy or maybe make a bunch of stuff if you make a ton of pie crusts freeze them and then hand them out to a couple of friends and family I mean Thanksgiving's literally right around the corner so that could be a nice little thing or if you're going somewhere you could make the pie crust now and then tell people you're bringing a pie but that's my advice um yeah definitely and, you know, when in doubt, <laughs> throw it out, as my mom would say. So you can always take it for a ride in the country and pitchy poo it. All right. Last, last question for today. Abby from Instagram writes, I have deep kitchen cabinets and things get lost back there. And in a cleaning spree recently, I found 17 cans of white beans. Oh, Abby, <laughs> do you have any recipes for white beans? I'm laughing because that's hysterical that you thought that you needed white beans that many times over the last God knows how many months. And you just kept shoving cans back there and probably something came up food wise during the week. And you were like, no, I'm not going to cook tonight. Let's get takeout or something. And yet... You know, another week goes by, you're like, oh, I want to make this recipe with white beans. I don't know. I think it's super funny. Okay, recipes for white beans. And I'm guessing when you say white beans, you mean cannellini or like great northern white beans, something like that. That Those are the recipes that are coming to my mind. So that's what I'm going to suggest. But you could, you could kind of make anything you want. Um, so 
The first and foremost one that I have been absolutely loving recently is, uh, might be New York Times. And I know New York Times food is, their recipes are behind a paywall. So I do apologize because I, I pay for the subscription. It's small. It's not a ton of money a month, but I get some people just can't afford that or don't want to pay for it. Um, and maybe you can find another version of this recipe somewhere else out in the world, but they have something called, um, pizza beans. Oh, it is so good. They have another one that's basically like lasagna beans, which is very similar to their pizza bean recipe, but it's literally like white beans, either you can, that are canned, or if you want to make fresh from dried, that's whatever your preference is. And the time frame, the bandwidth and time that you have to make this. And you just, it's very simply cooked in a very simple tomato sauce. But like the beans get, and the beans don't break down. They stay whole, but they get like sticky and tacky with the tomato sauce. And the pizza bean version definitely has more like herbs, pizza style herbs in it. So like fresh oregano, some fresh basil. Um, they put garlic in, I think, and I'm, I just put the clove in and take it out kind of vibe. Um, oh my God, it's so good. And then that one you eat, they suggest eating it with like torn pieces of burrata on buttery toast, (gasps) an extra fresh basil. Like I, I, I don't know if I mentioned this recipe already before, but I burnt the shit out of the roof of my mouth eating this for the first time because I was so stinking excited when it came when it was lunchtime and I had made it for lunch and I was like in between a shoot and something else and I was like okay I got like you know 20 minutes to down this and then I cooked it and I was like oh my god I'm so hungry and I went to take a bite and I was like holy (laughs) holy shit it was like such a total amateur food move you know like burn the crap out of the roof of my mouth like bubbled up burn the crap out of it worth every ounce of pain though my god it was good um and the lasagna beans are very similar but the thing with that is that they put I'm pretty sure they put cheese on top in like a skillet and you melt the cheese on top of the beans and get it like really nice and brown and crispy and so it's almost like the crispy edges of a lasagna Oh my gosh, it's so good. And you put that on top of toast. So good. The other one that I made recently that came out really, really good is this very simple, and I'll link these recipes in the show notes, um, a white bean and kale and chicken, like one of those like one, air quotes saying like one dish, one pot, wonder kind of dinners or whatever. Mine wasn't in one dish. (laughs) not gonna lie it definitely took more than one and I augmented the recipe slightly only because uh just I wanted to but it was like this beautiful lemony buttery kind of sauce with a ton of lemon zest in it and capers and you get the chicken thighs super duper crispy with the skin on and then you just yeah it was really good but it used at least one can of cannellini beans in that and that was really good the other thing that I'm gonna actually try to attempt to make tonight if I can muster up the energy after doing the podcast and the show notes because um hashtag always writing the show notes you should hear me I okay I I won't get into it 
um, is a, uh, shoot me now, a cassoulet. I know, I know, I know. I'm crazy. I'm crazy. I'm crazy. Mine's going to be a different version of a French cassoulet because I'm not going to like do some comfy action on some duck or anything like that. I don't have, bitch, I don't have the time. I don't have the time. Mm-mm. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I just don't. Um, no, I'm kidding. But I really just, yeah, I don't, I don't have the time <laughs> today to do that. So I'm going to do a different version of it. Skinny Taste has a new cassoulet recipe that just came out. So I can link that in the show notes and I'll link a classic one as well. And that would use definitely a decent amount of white beans. And you can make that, um, eat it for a day or two, and then you could even freeze the leftovers. But if anything, I would invite a bunch of people over and have a beautiful French-inspired cassoulet dinner. Oh, it would be lovely with some crusty bread and like a simple salad and a really good bottle of wine. I'm dreaming like we're all in Provence together about to dive into this dish. <laughs> that's not, that's really not happening. Um, but anyway, those are, I'll link a couple more recipes in the show notes. <laughs> but if time, I swear, I swear time is dissolving before my eyes this week. Like literally, literally. Okay. I hope that helps. And uh, like I said, check out the show notes and I'll put some more recipes in there. All right. We did it. We got an episode down. Yep, not missing out one today. No siree, Bob. We did it. We did it. We did it. Episode 46. Done. Check it off the list. (sighs) Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for your questions. Please go to my website for all of the show notes, elizabethrfuller.com. Hit me up uh, with any of your questions. That's let's go on a food adventure at gmail.com and tag me in all of your food adventures on Instagram at let's go on a food adventure. I'll be back next week with a full episode and it's all about the holidays because it's turkey time soon here in the U.S. And you had a lot of holiday questions and I have answers and I have some really fun guests planned to help me out with those answers. So until next week, make some yummy food for one another, lead with kindness, and I'll see you next Friday. Bye guys.